Unsilencing Stories is a podcast that reflects the voices of people in small towns and communities in Canada who have lost loved ones to the toxic drug supply crisis. Since 2016, more than 30,000 people have died from fatal overdoses in Canada, and that number continues to climb. The risk in smaller towns and communities is much higher than in urban areas because of a lack of harm reduction services and stigma against substance use and people who use drugs. This podcast is part of a community-based participatory research project facilitated by Erin Goodman, PhD, a faculty member at Kwatlen Polytechnic University in Surrey, BC, along with students Jenna Keeble and Ashley Pokernich. The aim was to assist collaborators in publicly memorializing their loved ones and expressing grief, as well as challenging silences imposed by dominant media organizations and stigma from society against substance use and people who use drugs. We hope these nuanced stories make a clear why the government needs to be doing more to prevent further deaths. Please note, this podcast contains information about overdose death, grief, and trauma that may be distressing to listen to. In this episode, you'll hear Bo McDonald interviewing Miles Toddington in Cranbrook, BC. Miles remembers his friend Steve, who died from an overdose. My name is Miles Toddington. I'm originally from Toronto. I've been in Cranbrook for about eight months. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time ago. Probably 30 years ago. Found my friend with a needle in his arm, hanging in a garage. He was dead. What do you remember most about it? Oh, just the look on his face. Yeah. See, I I never had to share that, which, thank God, because that would have absolutely destroyed me. What's your most vivid memory of your friend? Oh, I can still remember his laugh. What has been the hardest thing about losing them to you, Miles? What a waste. I got a lot of baggage in me, man. We all do, bro. We all do. What would you ask them if they were here today? I probably would have told them not to stick the needle in his arm. I've never used a needle. Yeah, me neither. Not after seeing that. How do you think they would want to be remembered, Miles? He's a good guy. Can you talk about the biggest obstacles they overcame in life? He actually graduated high school. <laughs> Somebody didn't go to school at all. Was there anything you and your friend disagreed about, fought over, or experienced in some conflict around? Not really, no. I used to tell him to stay away from the needle all the time. He couldn't put it down. What was your relationship like? It was my brother, man. How are you different now that, than you were before you lost them? I try to be the best person I can. Do you have any traditions that you honor for them? No, I don't. No. I, I pretty much blocked them. What has helped you the most in your grief? <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> yeah. How would you dis- describe the deceased? He was a tough motherfucker, I tell you. <laughs> They usually are, man. Waste. Just a waste. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm from a different generation than you are, bro. Yeah. In those days, most of the people I know are dead. Yeah. They died of overdose, AIDS, sharing needles. Like, I probably lost 25 people. Yeah. That's why I left Toronto. What did you call them? Any nicknames or terms of endearment? I used to tease him a lot. He was shorter than I was. Yeah. I used to call him 
Oh, I can't even talk about it. It's fair enough, Miles. Did he or she have a pet name for you? Uh, kilometers, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the kilometers. Is there any protection or lesson that you learned from the deceased? Well, other than not to use needles. Yeah. Life short. Don't take it for granted. Yeah. Um, how long did you know the deceased? Ever since I was a kid. 18, 17 years. What do you think they valued the most in life? Family. They had a good family. What words would you dis- use to describe his or her character? Uh, he was a leader. How did you meet? Uh, he was my next door neighbor, actually. Yeah. To- what particular time do you recall about them was especially joyful? Well, I'd say Christmas time. We like Christmas. What was the deceased laugh like? Loud. Was he or she chronically late or early? No, he was was always on time. He had his shit together. He was going to play NHL hockey, man. Do you have any funny stories about the times you spent together? Yeah. He was was kind of in love with my sister. Oh, yeah. And uh, she came home from school one day and found him hiding in her closet. He was watching her change. (laughs) 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 Down the stairs of my house. It was my my next door neighbor. Right up. Jumped over the railing and my sister was chasing him. Oh, God, eh? Were there any major changes to the deceased lives that affected them in big ways? He was supposed to be, uh, he was playing, he was going to play for the Toronto Marlies junior hockey player. He was going to be an NHL star, man. Yeah. And his girlfriend, uh, they had a fight. And she hit him with a glass, threw a glass or something at him. And he lost his eye. So he couldn't play NHL anymore. If you knew they could drop by and visit tomorrow, <laughs> what would be your day to spend together look like? I'd probably go buy a hockey stick. He like lilies for some reason. Oh, did the favorite flower? Did you just read that? Yeah. What type of music did the deceased listen to? Oh, uh, well, I, we were listening to Zeppelin and Pink Floyd. <laughs> where, where was a piece of clothing or something else the deceased wore that you found characteristical of them? Always wore his hockey, his favorite hockey team. He wore he wore a Toronto Maple Leafs. He loved his Maple Leaf jersey. Did he or she have a signature saying? Yeah, he did. He used to say, "Take care of your friends, because they're few and far between." How did the deceased impact your life? Well, my buddy's name was Stevie Casmer. His parents, they had, they divorced after, and the father stayed in Toronto, and you know, the mother, daughters, they moved to Calgary, actually. I yeah. tried to pick them up, but I, I never got around to, it was too, too, too painful to see. I, I was in love with his little sister for God's sake. We were kids. How will you do honor to the deceased in memory? Actually, it's been so long, dude. I, I've just 
I just forgot. I just blocked things out. And uh, the last question here, Miles, and it's going to be a harder one for the both of us, but uh, what would you wish that you said to them before they died? Love you, buddy. And that's literally all I could think when uh, I read that question a minute ago, is I love you, and I'll hold it down. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Unsilencing Stories podcast. To listen to more interviews in the series, please go to www.unsilencingstories.com. And if you'd like to share your thoughts on the episode, message us at unsilencingstories at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and please share the project of other people you know.